You know you're rich when you can afford, like, not to buck chuck at Trader Joe's. You know what I mean? I, I think I know what you mean. I don't drink, so you have to elaborate. What I'm saying here is that you can afford, like, not cheap fucking wine. So it's like when you get not name brand soda, but you're really getting name brand soda now. Exactly, yeah. You know you're rich when you can, like, get the Glad Force Flex bags and not, like, the Kirkland Force not for flex bags. The ones that are like, we flex for your trash, but buy us because we're cheap. Because that's what they would be called. What I don't mean have a name brand. is you can afford the shit you see on commercials where they're like, this is the greatest invention of all time to garbage bags ever. And you're like, I'm going to get that shit immediately. The stuff where your kids are like, ooh, mommy and daddy, I want that because it's on TV. And then when you get them the stuff that's not that, they're like, what is this shit? Yes. Not that kids would want trash bags, but like adults do the same things. Like cereal. You can afford like the straight up like Lucky Charms with all the extra marshmallows. Not and Charmed not, like, Lux. Yes, exactly. Not like weird Ralph's brand of or, like Fruity Loop Loops. Fruity Loop Fruity Loops. 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 That's what they'd probably call no, it. No, it would be more like getting honeycomb, but not getting <laughs> honeycomb. It's like honey flavored crisps. Exactly. You know you're rich when you can afford your own Costco membership and you don't have to wait for that friend that's like, I have a Costco membership. Or you go on Facebook and it's like, I'm having a party. Who's got a Costco card? <laughs> yes. Yes. You know you're rich when you can pass by a gas station and be like, I'm gonna get gas at that gas station. Instead of being like, it's $2 more than exactly. gas everywhere else. Instead of being like, where's the Arco? <laughs> I'm Gus. And I'm Courtney. And we're not rich yet. And here's another reason why we hate L.A. What do we hate in L.A.? What do we fucking hate? Uh, airports is what I fucking hate. Airports here are the most miserable places to be. I think every other state I've lived in, and I've lived in many, don't make me count, you could go to an airport, and it was like, not a joyous experience, but I didn't dread going there. If someone was like, hey, can you pick me up? I'd be like, yeah, sure, I can pick you up from the airport. Yeah. Here it's like, holy fuck. That's a lot to ask. Airports in LA are atrocious because everyone's like, ooh, what celebrity can I see? Oh, I'm stupid because I just don't know how airports work, even though you've probably been in them like five, six, seven, maybe 20 times. I get stressed, I will admit. I do get stressed. I get stressed in the airport only because people do stupid things. Yes. Like, for example, there was a couple that was in the airport just walking, you know, being a cutesy couple, and they had a heavy bag. It was a duffel, and I was like, oh, they're a cute couple. But what did they decide to do? Not just carry their bag to their gate. They decided to be cute and one held one strap and one held the other and one oh. person was taller than the other so they're just teetering down the middle of the walkway and I was going to scream. What Because I had places Fucking to be. assholes. It's what rude. What assholes. It's rude. I hate when people do that when they walk in the street and they're like, I'm gonna be cute. Fucking move. I'm jogging like people because have places I to am go. single. This is not the time. This is the place. <laughs> it's awful. Okay, I honestly, I fly at a Burbank airport. I walked inside of Burbank airport at nine o'clock. My flight was at 9.30. I was checked in through security at the gate by 9.07. See, if you go to- 9.07 minutes. If you're at LAX, you would have missed your flight. Oh, you would have missed like- You, you would have missed, missed the next four flights. About your flight. You would have missed, literally you would have missed- the world ending and your flight going to China. Like, that's how much you would have missed. Then, 
at LAX. It's huge. So you just have to like loop around this airport. Yeah, there's eight terminals. Eight there's terminals, eight right? terminals. That's a lot of terminals. Lots, lots Burbank lots Airport, one terminal. I wish all airports were like Burbank. Burbank, I mean, it's just, it's God's, I'm, I, I cannot. You love Burbank. Straight. I'm not going to, actually, we should probably just cut this out. I don't want people to know about Bob Hope Airport. I don't want people to know about the majesty. Everyone go to Bob Hope. Don't go Leave to Bob LAX Hope. Alone. Don't go to Bob Hope. Wait, anyway, but then the part, the part about LAX that sucked with this is you can loop around the whole airport. It takes forever, but you can loop. So if you're waiting on somebody, unlike any other airport in any other state, you're not allowed to park at their gate or like wait for them. Yes. So you just got to keep looping. So I go wait for my friend. He's getting his bag. He will be out in two minutes. I pull up my car, because you still have to pull up to, to pick somebody up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. I was parked, like, put the car in park for two minutes, and a cop on a bike comes by, is like, you gotta move. And I'm like, oh. And he drives away and rides his bike into the airport. So I'm still sitting there. He watches from the window for, like, two seconds, rides back out. You gotta move. And I'm like, my friend's coming with his bag right there. Is he here now? No. Two minutes. He'll be here in two minutes. If he's not here, then you gotta move. So he made me move. Like, I had to go loop for another 20 minutes to get back to that spot to pick up my friend who literally walked out the door. I could see him walking out the door. I got yelled at once. My friend was on her way, coming, like, to sit in my car. And I pulled over, and the cop looked at me like, you can't be there. And I was like, it, just, like, chill. It'll be a minute. And my friends were like, don't ever say that, Gus. And I was like, it'll be a minute. I had to go around and around, and I was like, this is awful. It That's takes really, forever. They should have, like, I don't understand, airports have been around since, like, the dawn of airplanes, you know what I mean? <laughs> airports have been around, people. I don't understand how they haven't figured out pickup procedures. Well, the, the best part was the guy said to me, or the cop said to me, if you have to park and wait for your friend, if you want to park, there's a parking structure over there, which costs like $10 to yes, park in. I'm not going to pay $10 for two minutes. I accidentally went into the parking structure once and it was like $10. And yeah, it was like $10 immediately. And I went up to the person. I was like, listen, I'm sorry. I just don't know where I'm going. Please. Like, I just don't know. And she was like, it's fine. Just go. And I was like, you're so nice. I cried. I did. I cried. I felt like I would cry I felt like too. A bitch, like, I cried. My bank account after that $10. Was that's $10. Like I could get that's I, gas. I can get a burrito bowl with guac on that. Like that's a budget. What's with guac? 943 chicken guac okay see so yeah, i just I, I passed by the guac we're talking about chipotle right yeah okay no we hate airports i fucking That's it. the airport yeah i don't i've been to lax a couple of times and i've i don't recommend it it's like losing your virginity you did it once and you were like wow that was fucking miserable and you don't want to think about it again. I'm sorry that your experience was <laughs> You know that what I mean? Bad. It's exactly like that. Not your LAX experience, the loss of your virginity. <laughs> yes, exactly. We hate LA. My boyfriend has been acting really weird ever since he got promoted at his job. Yeah, he thinks he deserves a VJJ upgrade. He doesn't. He's not Tom Brady. Shut it down. Deal breaker. Okay, we're going to talk about something new here. We're going to talk about dating deal breakers. Dating fucking deal breakers. I got this message on OkCupid from the sexiest fucking man alive. Was he really like, sexy? What How the, sexy was he? He looked sexy without glasses, and then he put glasses on, and I was like, fucking read a book to me. Like, holy shit, he was sexy. He had an eight-pack. Like, you know when you have a six-pack of abs, and then when you add two more and you have an eight-pack? Like, that's how many fucking abs he had. I was like, shit. Did you ask him why he had an eight-pack of abs? No, I didn't, and but this I is why. But I bet you he told you. And he would have told me, this is why, because I'm reading his profile, I'm scrolling through, because he messaged me, he was like, you're really cute, I'd really like to get to know you, and I was like, thank you, I know. Oh, that's points right there, that's yes, points, except exactly. you just took them away from yourself by being a little bit egotistical. I'm a bitch. But, you know. So, I was scrolling through his, through his profile, and he was like, oh, and by the way, I'm vegan, and I was like, fuck, here we go. So you I don't mess- like a good vegan? Wait, hold on. Oh. So, I messaged him back, and I was like, thanks, you're really cute too. 
Meanwhile, I wanted to be like, you're really hot. Please bone me right now. But I didn't say that. I was like, you're really cute, too. I really need you to rein it back. Just a I know. little bit. I needed to take, take, it back, it back. take it back. And I was like, you're really cute, too. How you doing tonight? And he was like, oh, I'm eating what should be called real fucking delicious, but instead it's called Real Food Daily. So I looked at Real Food Daily. It's this stupid fucking vegan restaurant in Santa Monica. So I was like, here we go. Strike one. He's already talking about being a vegan. And then I was like, oh, cool. I'm making dinner, too. I'm making meatballs. And he was like, oh, by the way, I'm vegan. And I was like, Wait, yeah. Wait, didn't he just tell you that, though? Yes. Basically? Exactly. And then the next day... I was, I was like, oh, how's your morning going? Because, like, honestly, at that point I was done, but I was still, like, oh, the eight-pack of abs, You though. were just in it for the abs. I was in it for the abs. I was in it, honestly. I'm a stand-up comedian. I was in it for the one-hour special. Like, I would have had so much material after that date. Anyway, so, I Vegan messaged him, prices. and I was like, how's your morning going? And he was like, oh, I just found out something crazy about my diet, which could change so much. And I was like, what's that? Here we go. And he was like, spirulina is an algae um, that resembles our blood platelets and when mixed and has a very high protein out intake and when mixed with coconut water which resembles our blood plasma it like results in this giant protein intake more than meat could ever provide wait pause i'm gonna stop you right there before we i'm, I'm pretty sure you're about to shit on this guy but before you do that sounds like he just came up with a really good supplement for vampires um Yes. Okay, but if we should I, market that. I googled spirulina, and I was like, "This is this looks like powdered shit. It actually looks like shit. It probably is. It probably is. And so it's an algae. And I was, I texted him back. I was like, "Can you get that at Ralph's?" And he was like, "Ha ha ha! I know what you're going with that." But here's why I can't find a fucking boyfriend because all the really cute guys that are really into me eat fucking algae. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> could take his vegan virginity. No, that's he disgusting. Could, you know, take that's it from disgusting. you. That could be a fun experience. Well, then he was right? really judgmental because right? I was like, but I then eat... he'd be eating meat, so he wouldn't be a vegan anymore. He was really judgmental because I was like, my diet is basically like, if you've seen my big fat Greek wedding, there you go. And he was like, did he did he how... shame you? He did. He was like, how charming, lol. And I was like, listen, bitch, you're eating fucking algae. So stop being a judgmental. It's like a slut shaming for meat eaters. So that's what, what he was saying... doing to you because he wanted you to feel exactly. bad. It, actually, he wanted you to change your lifestyle because he was feeling like he thought you were sexy and he wanted some of that, but he wanted you to experience the joy that he's like experiencing, like his body joy from being a vegan, right? What, his body right? joy? He's starving, probably. He's probably hungry, is what I'm saying. But I okay, this is why I told the story because a, a huge dating deal breaker of mine is being a vegan, and not just being a vegan. But it's the it's it's that kind of vegan where you have to tell people every four fucking seconds that you're a vegan. But it's not just like, vegans, vegan. though. It's people that are like vegans, gluten free, yes. eat paleo. Because like because they just want you to know. Vegetarian's not bad. Like vegetarian, you don't eat meat. Okay, fine. You eat cheese. I'm like I'm there with you. Feta cheese all day. Let's do it. But if you don't eat meat and dairy and eggs and all this thing, I'm like, listen, it's, it's gonna like, what be really hard for me and you to get along because I I eat pepperoni pizza like in bed, like you know what I mean. And then a lot of the vegans or gluten frees or whatever out there, it's like if you're eating that food around them, it's like, oh, you got to get that away from me. Like the smell of pepperoni, just ugh. ugh. The smell of pepperoni is like literally it's my making stomach, me nauseous. It's, I can't. No, it's my stomach having an orgasm. Like I love the smell of pepperoni. It's amazing. Don't let him hear you say that. I won't because I'm not texting him anymore because I judged his algae eating. But it's also paleo. Oh, paleo is another thing. Well, paleo like, is they another still one. eat meat and stuff, but it's like certain types of yes, meat prepared certain ways. Yes, they can't have ways. sauce. They can't have anything in it. Or they can have like a specific type of sauce. Yeah. Or like no bread or bread on certain days of the week with certain things. And I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I don't get well, it. Well, and they're also like, there's been studies that say that like 
cavemen would only eat this way and like they were a lot healthier. I'm like, no, actually, they died. They died really young. Like they died in their 20s because they like didn't have enough fucking nutrients. Like they died young. So basically, you're a delusional fucking bitch. Or maybe is what that's I'm a saying. good thing. They, di- <laughs> they died young, so they were still attractive. Maybe that's what you know paleos want. Okay, sure. To die well, young and pretty. Let them die young. I'll be fucking happy when they die young so she can shut the fuck up. Because when I'm 60 in a retirement home, I will not be putting up with any people's shit. Also, Living I'll be really days. young in a retirement home because 60's not that old. <laughs> you wouldn't even be retired from work. I won't. I won't even. I'll just be in a retirement home at 60. Like, as soon as I turn 60, I'm going to a retirement home. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, guys. I'm here. I'm queer. Let's just, let's just talk Retire. about shit. Let's just play bingo. But like, by the time you be- get there, all the people that are going to be in their retirement home are probably going to be vegans and eating oh, paleo because gross. they're trying to live the last few years of their lives in a healthy manner. That's not so healthy. But, like, it's not healthy because a lot of vegans have to take supplements that's very in true. In pill forms to get the nutrients that they need. And I'm like, that's not healthy. Because you have like, to be educated with it. Yeah. Because I had a friend that decided she wanted to go vegan and she was feeling a little lightheaded, dizzy. She went to the doctor and the doctor told her she didn't have enough iron in her body because exactly. she wasn't eating the right vegetables. But you know what? There's a lot of, like, lentils have really high iron intake. Like, you can get iron in other ways other than meat, but you're a fucking idiot and you won't, like, listen. But anyway, that's a huge day deal breaker, Blaine. This week, I'm not rich yet. We're gonna be friends with Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes, which means we'll also be friends with Ellen Pompeo, and we won't be friends with Patrick Dempsey. Scandal. And we'll also be friends with Viola Davis. We're gonna try to get and, away with this friendship with Viola Davis and Kerry Washington. Let's Ugh, get real. I just want to eat popcorn. Oh, now. and Guillermo Diaz, who plays Huck. And who I saw. Oh, you met him. Over Halloween. You met him. He he's a, wonderful. He is a queen. He's gay. Okay, was not that intense. Calm okay. down, Gus. Okay. Calm okay. down. He was very, he was lovely. He was very nice, actually. And it's funny because everyone's like, oh, was he like weird? Was he creepy like in the show? And I was like, no, not really. He was a really nice guy. He wasn't really like in full costume. He said he had taken off the mask because it was hot. And we we're like, oh, what were you? And then he held up this mask and it was like a leather executioner's mask. Ooh, so 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 basically, he's every either Saturday a killer. Night. He's either a killer in real life or into some S and M. But either way, he was nice. He's got a boyfriend. I know it's a masseuse. I know. Oh, he's a masseuse. Anyway, we're friends with Shonda. That is not a dating deal breaker for me. If you're a masseuse, <laughs> fucking call me. It's three four seven. You might not want. I'm to not put gonna that say that. There. I'm not gonna finish that. Uh, friends, friends with Shonda. Shonda. Friends with Shonda. Oh, look at that. Ooh, boom. Cute. What we would do with Shonda, I would, first of all, I would just... We would sit in a room all day and just think about ways to murder people. We would, I would, but I mean that in the best possible way, because we'd be thinking about making good TV. Yes, I would personally thank her for the last 10 years of my life. Um, oh, you are Grey's Anatomy I am a Grey's Anatomy. I'm such a Grey's Anatomy. Not Grey's a fan, I have, a fanatic. I have two Grey's Anatomy posters in my room, and I have scrubs sh- signed by Shonda Rhimes above my bed frame, next to Jesus. He prays That's where she scrubs. belongs. I do. She belongs. I do. To Jesus. She belongs right next to Jesus, cause fucking yes, queen. I would thank her for Grey's Anatomy. I was watching it this week, and I was like, honestly, this is just so. Good. I was like crying, and I was like, this is just so good. And I was like, what is wrong with me? I don't think anyone says that anymore, but you. I know it's really sad, but I've heard that what Shonda has two Escalades running, just like continuously throughout the day. Just in case her and her posse need to go anywhere. At well, she point. does have kids, so I mean, yeah. maybe it's like a, a kid emergency that she has to deal with, not just a show emergency. No, I think it's like just in case they like need to just get in the escalades and just go somewhere. 
I could see her rolling in an Escalade. I could see that. Windows down. I could see that. Sipping on wine with Carrie Washington. I mean, not while driving. Throwing popcorn at the people. Not while driving, but okay. She wouldn't drive. She wouldn't be driving. Clearly, she would not drive. Um, We'd also think about ways of, like, ending racism, because that's what she does. Because that would be the next episode (laughs) of Scandal, or How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. Because we'd like to pull from the headlines. Mm -hmm. It would be a good way to, um... Can you put your wine down, please? I will put You're the not wine Olivia glass Pope. down. I'm not Olivia Gus Pope. Gus is sitting out here drinking some wine. Anyway, we'd be ending racism, or we'd be talking about ending racism. I think we'd get into some really, like, heated debates. It would be great conversation. But then funny at the same time, because we'd have to throw some jokes in there. Just little ones. I've heard she's really awkward in real life. I mean... I've heard she's really intense, but she's also, like, not... She's really pause, a writer. since we're gonna talk about race issues, let's just get real deep. Is she really awkward in real life, or is it just... Some people saying that because she's a black woman with power. That's just awkward to begin with. Because you just got to hold on to it. But no. you got to do right by people. I've heard she's... No, I, she says it too. She's like... She, she's just really generally just a shy person. Because she's a writer. And she just like wants to write. And she doesn't like... She doesn't want to deal with the yeah, media. Yeah, she doesn't want to be giving speeches and everything. She just does. Because it's like, well, I have to. Fuck, I run three shows on she TV. She has to be seen because of her, her position. Yeah. Um, what else would we do with her? I'd want to go hang out with her and her kids. I'd want to see at home Shonda. I do. I not writing about crimes, not and, in a writer's room, just hanging out with the family. I do. I want to see that. I do want to see Shonda at Shonda home. at home. It could be a good reality what show. Sh- what ABC think- picked that up. What do you think Shonda Rhimes is watching on TV right now? Quantico. No. I feel like she's watching Quantico. Is she watching Quantico? She is. Last I heard, she was watching Game of Thrones, which... Which, which is a good show to watch. The only thing that kept me watching Game of Thrones. I mean, Scandal is basically Game of Thrones in the White House. It is. You can tell that they made it more like Game of Thrones a little bit as yeah, the Yeah, there's, there's these power struggles, and you've got like the three yeah. different houses. It's like House... Exactly. House Fitz. House, house Cyrus. Millie, house... Yeah, <laughs> they're really going full Game of Thrones. Um, and now Millie's coming for that presidency. I know. Instead of I Game of... I want the White House to be House Millie. Instead of Game of Thrones, it's like Game of... Game of Bones. Game because of Because everyone's pose. having sex with <laughs> everybody. Of, exactly. Of... I think Shonda Rhimes loves to watch. I'm trying to think. I think she's... I feel like she actually watches How to Get Away with Murder. Like, they make that I... show and then she goes home to watch and she's like, Ooh, Viola, that was a good performance. She used to do a podcast about Grey's Anatomy and her and Betsy Beers would, like, watch the episodes and, like, comment on the episodes. I'm like, bitch, you wrote this episode. And they're like, I just love the way they did this and this and that. I'm like, you did that and that and that. She's what are you I didn't write about? that one. That was one of the writers. Yeah, I just oversaw. It's true. I also think she's watching Jane the Virgin. We could watch Jane the Virgin with Shonda. I would love to watch Jane the Virgin with Shonda. You could just sit there and comment, because I feel like she would have a lot to say. Oh, she would. In a good way, but she'd have a lot to say. Because it's basically like that love triangle that they have going on in Jane the Virgin. It's kind of like the love triangle and scandal, but we could just break down how Jane the Virgin's has become a lot better. Um, But how Jane the Virgin does love triangles so So. well that it... I actually want her to be with both of them, whereas a lot of... Like, I want Olivia to be with Fitz, but a lot of people just think she should find a new man. She should. Yeah, no, a lot of, yeah. I honestly, with Fitz, it's like, I only really buy the Olivia Fitz thing because it's like what they set up in the pilot, because otherwise I wouldn't buy it. Like, why the fuck is she still I was invested guy? in them in the beginning, He's and I'm still dick. invested. And, and you know Shonda what? did that on purpose, because she knew, she knew what we would like, so that when we become friends with her later, we could talk about it, because she was just, like, the entire time, she was just fucking with us. Just us. I feel like she would tell me how Grey's Anatomy ends. She wouldn't do that to you. I, th- I feel like she should, and she would. I feel like I she feel would... like you would berate her until she finally said, Damn, Gus, everyone's gonna <laughs> die. Damn, Damn Gus, Ellen Pompeo gets Alzheimer's and dies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it ends, but, like, I don't want to believe it. Anyway. Because the show's gonna go until she gets old enough to get Alzheimer's at this <laughs> Probably, point. Probably, honestly, at this point. Yeah, no, all the whole cast is looking Grey's a little... hospice. The whole cast is looking a little, like, you know, but, like, I still love it. I do love it. I love it so much. 
I think that'd be a fun way to just like hang out with Shonda for the day. So this week, I would recommend everybody watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. They should. I mean, I, I'd already been watching it, yeah. and I loved it. I fucking... I think Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is the best new show of the pilot season. And... Best new thing ever. Like, it's fucking hilarious. There's just so many, like, funny songs and funny quips that go on in this show, and I would totally recommend that everyone just bend the Sexy Getting Ready song if they finally watch it. Oh, pilot. yeah. I was listen- I was singing that yesterday when I was getting ready. I was like, it's the Sexy Getting Ready song. Were you doing all the same thing she was doing? No, I wasn't. I literally just put jeans on and was like, I'm going out. Like, it wasn't a thing. Then you weren't really getting ready. I wasn't getting ready. The yoga song, though, was fucking hilarious. I'm so good at yoga. It's like a Bollywood-themed yoga class where, like, everyone in the classroom is really good at yoga except for her. And I'm like, this is me in yoga classes. Like, I'm terrible at it. And everyone else is like, I'm just going to be like a crowning dog downward into a tree. I'm like, fucking, it's, what the It's fuck? downward dog, not I, crowning dog. I don't dog. know what it is. So, I have just, no concept of it. Oh, and I don't hashtag do spoilers for a crazy ex-girlfriend. There was, there was no spoiling. Anyway, the yoga song's too. great. And then the third episode has... See? I, spoilers. The third episode has a hilarious song. But what I'm getting at is that I don't typically laugh out loud at things when I watch them. I'm, I'm more of like an appreciator as mu- like not so much a laugher. You're more voyeuristic. Yes. I got you. And I'll just, and my friend, I went to a musical improv show with my friend and she was like, oh, so you fucking hated that. And I was like, that was hilarious. We should come back. And you were, she was like, you looked like you could have killed anybody at any moment during that. That's just how you look. That's just how I, Jen, I have resting. Resting kill face. Uh, yeah, I have resting kill, I have R- RKF. I have rest and kill face. It took you a long time to get those three letters out. There was a lot of process going. There was a lot. Um, So I've forgotten the alphabet. What would you recommend? (laughs) I would recommend that everyone watch Master of None, Aziz Ansari's new show on Netflix. I do want to watch that. I will watch that. It's been good so far. It's Mm -hmm. very subtle, but it hits all those points that I feel like a lot of people think about and just don't talk about. Mm -hmm. Like, he was really thinking about, in the first episode, not too many spoilers, but he was just thinking about what it would be like to actually have kids after he took care of some kids and realized, like, this could be a fucking disaster. I mean, even if you're with the right person, it could be a disaster. But, yeah. In the end, everything worked out. They oh, that's why kids. I'm never going to be a father. I'll be a great Uncle Gus. I'm never going to be a dad. It, my coworker told me that. She was like, because I was hanging out with her and her daughter, and I was like, I don't ever want to be a dad. And she was like, yeah, you wouldn't be a good dad. You'll you're be the, a great uncle. And you're I was the like, good person to send the kids to for the mm-hmm, weekend. Yeah. You spoil them and send them back. And exactly. they're like, mom and dad, we hate living here. We want to go live with Uncle Gus. Yes. But on the real, Uncle Gus is like, fuck that. <laughs> no, fuck Stay that. at home. You can fucking go dirty up someone else's house. Fuck off. <laughs> I, I, I hear that. I understand. I'm Gus. And I'm Courtney. Uh, and we're, we're not, not rich yet. It's the sexy getting ready song. The sexy getting ready song. Grabbing and plucking, brushing and rubbing. The sexy getting ready song. I need someone that enjoys all the same foods that I do. And maybe gives me experience to more of those foods. But that includes it's meat true. and gluten. I need someone that could, like, go down on a hamburger the way they're going to go down on me. You know? <laughs> I, I knew that was coming when you started <laughs> saying going down. <laughs>
but I didn't know if you were going to go through with it. I did. I did. You followed through. You have to commit. You got to commit to the cause. Just like a vegan. Just like a vegan. I committed to that. Fuck it. Yes.